0: Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Brandeline Johnson, and I'm an expert in the spiritual awakening industry, an author, and educator. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you awaken to your energetic abilities, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. You guys, I am so excited. Every year we have Diane Lawson, astrologer, on here to share with us what is big, what's coming on. Sometimes she comes on a couple times a year because something big is happening in the planets. And so here we are stepping into 2024, and I'm so grateful that Diane has uh, agreed to come back on the podcast and share amazing things with us. Well, I'm always delighted to talk
1: to you. And I'm telling you, this year is going to be a roller coaster, as we probably all Already know, which can be good it doesn't have to be scary so i'm going to talk about three big things that are happening this year i'm going to be talking about pluto is in aquarius jupiter and uranus are together in the sky we're having a a great american eclipse and i'll be explaining what each of these three things are and
0: how do very many of your uh, listeners know much about astrology I'm sure a large percentage of them know some about astrology. Okay. Okay. Um, the thing that I would I was super interested in is that the Pluto thing because that's a very slow moving planet, right? Right,
1: right. It's very slow, and so it's very long lasting, and so I think it has a lot of power. Pluto is a pl- power. Uh, planet it's a planet of transformation and intensity and power and i see it kind of like a volcano it it there's this always this stuff underground and then it kind of erupts and it's kind of exciting or ugly (laughs) for a while and then it calms down and it can be incredibly lush and fertile and very nice after it but it's it's often um unsettling and disruptive when it when it happens but anyway pluto has been kind of going in and out of um capricorn and inter aquarius and i'm going to start by explaining what retrograde is for people who don't know what it what it means but when when pluto is going moving you know around the sun and going through the signs of the zodiac and then earth is kind of passing it up, both of these planets are actually going in forward motion. Pluto is moving, but the earth is moving faster. And so it looks as if from the perspective of the earth that Pluto's going backwards, it's not, but it looks like it. It's kind of like if you're on the highway and this car is going and you're passing it up, it look like this car is going backwards. So what's been going on and it started in 2023, Pluto, Um, went from Capricorn into Aquarius and then it looked like it was retrograding back into Capricorn and now it's going back into Aquarius. And it's going to be in Aquarius for the next 20 years. So it's going to have a long range effect. And Aquarius is the planet, is a sign of technology, information, freedom, revolution. So we're going to be seeing intensity in those areas of the life. And one of the things that I always like to do when I see what the future is going to hold is to see what was going on when the same things were going on in the sky in the past as are going to be happening in the future. So I'm going to go back and talk about when Pluto was in Aquarius in 1532 through 15. 53. And that was that was a huge time in in the history of the world. One of the big things was the printing press became really big. And so a lot of people, for the first time ever in the history of the world, were able to have access and own their own books and read pamphlets and get information. So it was like a big thing. There was a real spread of population throughout um, the world but there was also a lot of suppression of books and you can kind of see where I'm going with this. You yeah, yeah. And then um, Copernicus published during this period of time that the sun was the center of the solar system instead of the earth. Well, that was a huge revolution. I mean, people had weren't aware of that. And of course there was, suppression of that, but that was actually the beginning of the scientific revolution.
0: So that was a, you can see that that period was big, big in the history of the world. so interesting. So can I ask you a question about the technology and the information? Because you know, I'm such a nerd when it comes to psychic abilities. Um, Would this also be a time of an explosion of that for people to be able to access information using their psychic abilities? And and starting communicating in that manner, perhaps. I'm I'm thinking about that. I think
1: probably it's other kinds of planetary information. Are you seeing a, a big difference recently that people are able to do that, or do you think they've always been able to do that, but now they're learning
0: how more because of the information? Okay, I would agree with that. The information getting out that it's uh actually capable for them to develop
1: right right
0: so there's all kinds be, yeah well yeah. i feel like my like what i always talk about in my field is i'm here to you know help people get to that part because that's where we're going regardless of right. this the planetary thing is we're, we're headed towards communicating via frequency more and more and more Um, Mm -hmm. because more and more people are having these these frequent experiences with spirit and then they reach out going, what's happening how how do i know this Um, so that's why i was asking if you thought that might be a period of time because aquarius is a big spiritual type of uh sign too right
1: yeah i think it i think it has more to do with maybe other things going on other than Pluto in Aquarius. However, because of Pluto in Aquarius now, we're going to be able to get more information and people are going to be able to find out how to do it, like take your classes. Okay. 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 Then another time Pluto was in Aquarius was 1777 through 1798. And um, what's interesting is Uranus, which is the planet that rules or is correspond with Aquarius that was discovered during this period I was out for synchronicity I thought that was pretty cool but this was the first time that a planet was discovered with technology you know the telescope all the other planets were seen with the naked eye and for the first time we were able to use you know some kind of instrument to, to find another planet that was pretty pretty cool but that really revolutionized astronomy and astrology, because there was another planet now to be, you know, taking into account. And then the American Revolution, we think of it starting in 1776, um, but it was really, it really took place 1775 through 1783. And the passing of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights happened during this time. And the French Revolution happened during this time. And this was all about, you know, having power to the people, you know, not not having this power above, you know, in the monarchy. We wanted power to the people. So that was just a huge shift. And then the Industrial Revolution happened during that time. And we talk about major shift in in the world. Um, And then Uranus is is the god of the sky it has a lot to, it's an air planet and um that was the first time man actually took to the sky those were when the first hot air balloons were up in the sky so that was a big time it was like a cool time you know really so you can see why i brought up the past because um you know Pluto's in aquarius 2023 through 2043 and um the the dates that it changes are not so important because it's so slow moving it's just kind of gradually you know fades in but the next 20 years are going to be huge and um we're going to have huge technology advances that we can't even dream of um whenever i have to predict with aquarius um it's incredibly hard because it's like way ahead, you know, I mean, it's way ahead of the rest of us. It's 20 years ahead. Um, and so it's very hard to know, but one of the things that just has been blowing my mind is chat GPT. And I don't know if you've experimented with that and
0: played with, have you played with that? Brandeline? I am about to, I I've been watching people and how they're utilizing it in their businesses. And it's, amazing people could just they could write a book with chat gpt i know, it. I
1: know it. well i've messed around with it and i think it writes better than i do you know and i'm a writer i've had thousands of things published you know i'm i'm almost finished with my second book and maybe i should complete although i i think um There are also um, some kind of technology that can tell if it's been written by chat GPT. And I don't know. I don't know how that happens. I'm sure
0: there probably is. There's so much already that we don't even know. Right. 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 We um, uh,
1: we have a friend who is a school teacher. She is a journalism teacher at a local high school and one of her students brought in a paper that was obviously written by chat gbt because it was so above everything he'd ever written and he swore he wrote it and his parents backed him and it was a big to-do but the schools are going to be getting technology that can that can find out if kids are cheating like that so it's just i just can't even imagine um you know the next 20 years with technology i know there's
0: already um another chat thing that I'm about to use on my Instagram, that it will handle a lot of things for me Mm. and help people sign up, you know, just by using a keyword and then they automatically get that information sent to them. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you know, speaking of this, um, I, we've all had weird experiences with, with weak and Talk about something and then we'll see ads for it on our computers. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, how did they? I mean, really weird things, really weird things. Or my husband, you know, on his computer and another part of the house is looking something up and then I'll start getting ads. And it's just, it's, there's just all this communication, you know going on everywhere everywhere and technology and it's it's just pretty pretty amazing and artificial intelligence is has already dramatically influenced our world and it's going to continue and i thought it was interesting um that elon musk thought the greatest threat to um, our world in the future in our immediate future is um ai artificial intelligence and, and, you know, like, it's just going to take over. Of course, he's the one who's putting something in the brain to have brain computer interface. I don't know, how about that for new technology? I don't know if you've heard about that.
0: <laughs> I, ha- I I have imagined it. And I think I have heard about him putting something in somebody's brain to help them um, not be paralyzed anymore. Oh, yeah. And that's how it started. But then it just, it gets, it could go deeper and deeper. And then have you seen the new um apple eye um can um glasses where people (laughs) they could still see so they're walking around but they they have a reflection of like all these computer apps and stuff and so they could use it while they're walking in the mall and there's videos of them everywhere and it's only been out for like not even a week i think so that's just gonna advance like crazy
1: i know (laughs) It's just, and it's going to get more and more intense. I mean, Pluto's intensity is going to get more and more intense and more and more rapid. And it's just going to, and and Uranus is surprising. So it's like, who knows? You know, I mean, it's stuff is going to happen that we can't even, we can't even imagine. So right. um, but a, a lot of astrologers think of um the big thing with Pluto and Aquarius is, is power to the people. And I don't know how much you pay attention to what's going on in the world, but around the world, people are protesting. They're wanting power to the people they're wanting. There's a big, big difference between, uh, you know, the people who have the power and the people who don't. And um, and people are getting really tired of that.
0: And um, well, and I believe too what I've heard, I just get goosebumps. So that's like spirit, like, yep. We're, we're starting to get information that's been hidden from us for so long that's helping us reveal things about the people that are in power that yes, really- oh,
1: that's, that's interesting because pluto you know that stuff that's it's always been hidden and it's coming to the surface i was talking about pluto and then you're yeah and it comes out into the surface where people can see it and yeah
0: and then Absolutely. Yeah, the sec- lot of secrets are being revealed, and so people that were already maybe suspicious, they're like, "Oh no, now this is it. We want our power." Right, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, and I think we're going to be more, uncovering more and more. I agree with you, more and more and more more secrets. Part of that is we have information now. Information can spread. So, um, but I think there's going to be a lot more protest and a lot more. Um, people revolting than there have been in the past. You know, we're just, we're not wanting people to control us. So um, I think it's going to be a time of, and I, I sound kind of negative. I hear myself and I sound kind of negative because all of the big events that happened in the past were major jumps forward in humanity. I mean, they just majorly, is that a word? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making that up. If it's not, they majorly made positive transformations around the world. And I think that's, what's going to happen. I think it may be uncomfortable, uh, for some of us, but it's going to be a lot, really transformative, a lot of change. The best way for us to get through that is to embrace change and to do things we've never done before and be willing to learn and be willing to keep up with the new ways. And to uh, own our own power, and allow other people to have their power, and um, I um, and I think that's a challenge for all of us. So, one of the things that I I want to um, tell your listeners is. I have a website that has a lot of information about it. But one of the things I wrote, um, I actually wrote it in 2022. um, And I put it on my website under articles. It's called the um, 2023 astrology forecast. And back then in 2022 i asked 10 astrologers and a mystic their predictions for 2023 and a lot of them at that time because pluto was just going into um, aquarius what right about pluto and aquarius so people might want to get more information about what other astrologers thought um, pluto going into aquarius is going to be and my website is www. Lawson.com. that's d-i-a-n-n-e-l-a-w-s-o-n and go into articles and then forecast it's 2023 forecast but other astrologers um, really thought pluto and aquarius which officially kind of started in 2023 was was a big deal so they might want to get more information there okay perfect Okay,
0: awesome.
1: ready for, for number two? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us more. What's coming up? <laughs> Jupiter, Jupiter, Uranus are going to be very close in the sky. Jupiter Uranus conjunction, that's what they call it. And that most astrologers will probably say that's the most important event, astrological event of 2024. Um, I don't know, you know, there's just <laughs> there's so much going on and, and, um, it's certainly, I would say it's certainly in the top three and I might agree it's the most important. It's, it's going to be a, a big deal, but anyway, um, the official dates that Jupiter and Uranus are going to be together are, uh, February 24th through May 24th. However, um, They're in effect. The effect of this is we're in it right now. And I think it's going to last for the next of the rest of this calendar year. But Jupiter enlarges whatever it touches. It's it's the biggest planet and it's often the best planet. But the big thing it does is it it enlarges whatever it touches. And so It's going to enlarge all things that Uranus, and I pronounce it Uranus and Uranus, and it's like the unpredictable planet. Who knows how I'm going to pronounce it next, and everybody calls it something else. But anyway, Uranus is a planet of unpredictability. It's changes. It's kind of erratic. It's unpredictable. And I hate it when when I do people's forecast, because if Uranus is hitting something in their birth chart, it's like... We could think for 20 years what is going to be and we don't we would never come up with it because it's erratic and it's unpredictable. It's unexpected. So there's going to be a lot of unexpected stuff, but it has a lot to do with freedom. So this is kind of another indication of more people wanting liberation and protest and freedom and And it also has a lot to do with inventions. So it's kind of, we're getting a double whammy in the sky of increased inventions. And it it has a lot to do with technology. And so once again, you know, we're getting another. So it's it's like, you can kind of see these planetary energies are kind of building on each other. Um, It does have a lot to do with idealism. And I think a lot of people around the world are wanting things more equal, they're becoming more idealistic. So, okay, once again, I think, you know, the best predictor of the future is the past. So I wanted to look at um, another time Jupiter and Uranus were to, were um, together. And that was in 1968 and 69. And I know some of the people who are listening to you were not even around then however i was and boy do i vividly remember it it was a time it was a it was a pivotal year it was like a big deal we landed on the moon in 1969 that was just a giant leap for mankind as literally (laughs) and the democratic national convention happened in uh, chicago and i was watching that on the news and the there were a lot of student protesters protesting the Vietnam War. I mean, thousands, probably tens of thousands. And Mayor uh, Daly wanted to um, not have any protesters, and so he, I mean, he just sicked the police on them. And so this was on the nightly news of the the police just beating these students who were unarmed and cowering and trying to protect their. And they were just getting beaten and beaten and beaten and put into paddy wagons. And it was just shocking. I mean, uh, there were just protests around the world. There were protests all around the United States. Um, Cities were aflame. (laughs) I mean, it was like, we think that there are protests now. I mean, there were huge protests back then. Um, And there was a really big uh, protest in France during this period where students uh, hooked up with wildcat strikes and up to 10 million people were involved in these protests and they thought they were gonna take down the government. I mean, it was really a big deal, but there were um, around this time, mainly because of opposition to the Vietnam War, for the very first time, a lot of youth and other previously uninvolved people were getting involved with protest against the government and what was going on and becoming politically active. And during this time, uh, Nixon, who was really polarizing, he um, was the first president in the history of the country who just resigned, you know, which was pretty shocking. Um, Woodstock happened during that. I mean, talk about big, I mean, I don't know how many, I think there were hundreds of thousands of hippies from all over the country got together for this music festival and realized, hey, we're not alone. There are thousands of us. And it just totally changed the climate of the country. I mean, it changed music, but it changed how that kids of that age felt and that they were powerful. You know, it was like power to the people. That's that's
0: the way it felt. So Yeah, my mom was, went to Woodstock. What? My mom went to Woodstock. He,
1: did (laughs) oh my gosh how wonderful for her yeah wow
0: was it life-changing for her I'm pretty sure I remember her talking about it but I think that's when you know people really connected more with each other and started like traveling with strangers and you know like the whole hippie movement they would just be on the side of the road and people would pick them up and they would end up going on a journey and move going with them across the country and who knows (laughs) Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, those
1: were great days. <laughs> there was a sense of commonality, you know. Well, if you were one of the hippies, you know, if you were not one of the hippies, <laughs> there was this polarization back then, big time, just like there is now,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: unfortunately. But um, okay, let's see. Uh, I, I talked about it. It was civil rights movement, women's liberation, the black Panther uh, started. Um, and this wasn't just in the U S this was, you know, all through Western Europe, there was just a lot going on. There was also, Oh my goodness, the troubles in Northern Ireland started and um, you know, the Protestants against the Catholics. And then there was a military dictatorship in Brazil. I mean, it was just, it was a lot. Um and, That was also 1968 was a really big year for me, too, because I got married for the first time and I had my first child. I mean, those are pretty life transformative. And um, I also made my aunt cry because we were on different sides of how we felt about the Vietnam War. You know, she she was not happy with her niece's. beliefs (laughs) beliefs <laughs> but that you know families were divided and just like families are divided now you know mm-hmm. um and then my my current husband and he happens to be seven years younger than i am i am that was a big time for him too because his his family moved from oklahoma to um kansas and it was it was just it was it was hard for the whole family um to for that move it wasn't easy they were really settled he was you know born in oklahoma and lived there all the life and had friends and school and everything it was a big big shift so um anyway so you can kind of tell about what happened in 1968 and 69 is we're going to have repeats of that kind of thing now we're going to have extremely opposing views i mean we already do, but I don't see it getting any better. I see it getting more, more intense and worse. And um, and part of what we're supposed to be doing is learning, uh, you know, learning how to, you know, state our own truth, but allow people to have their and one of one of their own views. One of the things that I keep telling myself over and over is there's nobody on earth that shares all of my views right you know i and so i have to be respectful and um i'm telling you these times helped me learn that lesson to be <laughs> respectful of of other people's I views think that's
0: a great um thing to add to this because it, it's so true um and when we are talking about the information that's coming out right mm-hmm. i um i try not to get too too deep because otherwise i'll it'll make me crazy but um There's information, there's so much false information being spread. And because people are on social, they actually believe this little video that they saw, or they believe a news article that they saw. And, and if you look at it from the back end, it's actually being filmed. It's like, you know, not everything, but a lot of things, it's actually fake information. And so that's why people get really upset because they're like, no, I saw this and I believe it to be true. And someone else is like, no, I saw the, I saw them filming that. And I don't believe that that's true. And I see the intention behind this false information because it sways people's emotions. If it's swaying your emotions, then you're, you're going to get sucked into it, you know, but at the same time to be present and conscious that people are consuming information that may not be true and allowing them to figure it out on their own.
1: Well, and they may not, we have to be okay with that or as much as we can. And it's really, I'm really fortunate because I have a lot of relatives who have, extremely different views than i do but somehow because we're related it's okay and um and i think it's because we love each other and i think if we would be feeling you know lovingly toward other people it it helps it helps me and it helps helps me because my relatives i think they like me
0: anyway you know so that's right (laughs) i think i think um Maybe a lot of people are starting to come to that conclusion, at at least I hope, you know, especially at the whole COVID thing got a lot of people, uh, you know, split apart. But I think as the dust kind of settled from that, it's like, okay, well, you know, so some of my neighbors think completely different than me, but we have a great time hanging out. You Mm -hmm. know, we just don't talk about that stuff.
1: Well, you probably don't talk about abortion or Trump or religion
0: (laughs) (laughs) or... Or, or, or vaccines or. Right. Right. Yeah. uh, We're like, what do you want to play Yahtzee? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: um, this, this um, Jupiter Uranus conjunction is going to take place in Taurus uh, specifically between 10 and 29 degrees of Taurus. So if people know where they have Taurus in their birth chart, that area of their life is going to um be affected by this. there's going to be transformations and changes and um and so um you know it and the big thing is to is to be open to and to be you, you know willing to use technology and to learn, new things and um, Jupiter is often seen as the best of the planets you know it's the biggest and the best and so a lot of astrologers are seeing Jupiter uh, Uranus together uh, extremely positive like they're going to be lots of opportunities I think I think in everything in astrology can go either way everything you know everything in life is very hard to know and it's how well you channel the energy and how well you use it and um, but a lot of astrologers would be a lot more positive than I am, the, you know, and I do think that technology is going to take off and make our lives easier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. and I think I think we're going to have more freedoms or we're certainly going to be wanting more. And I think ultimately we're going to be demanding more and getting more freedoms.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. I love it. Yeah. OK, ready for the third thing? Yes. This is a great, I call I call it, I've never heard anybody else call it this, but I call it the great North American eclipse because we're having an eclipse going across the U.S. again. Okay. And I love eclipses. This will be the fourth eclipse that I've seen. Uh, we're going to go, we're going to travel to see it. And um, I would really recommend people make an effort to see it. It's going to be April the 8th of 2024. April the 8th, and you can, you know, just Google where it is and you can see where it's going to go across the map of the U.S. and um, what time it's going to be and, um, you know, watch out for weather patterns. So, <laughs> But I would, I would, it's, it's just grand to see. It's just, um, you know, it's pretty, pretty rare, but uh, it's going to be the last eclipse that we can see in North America until 2033 so we should see it while we can but um when i when i lived in in butte montana i knew that the eclipse was going across the us and back this was this was um in 1980 i think and yeah and i think 79 or 80 but anyway and back then it was hard you know we didn't have google so i wasn't sure where it was going to be and where i was going to travel and then, and then i it kept I kept getting more and more information and I realized this, Hey, it's going to be in Montana. And, and then I realized, Hey, it's going to be in Butte Anyway, the, the total eclipse, the total eclipse landed right over my house. So I was able to stand down in the driveway and see it. I was so excited. And, um, and then, eclipses bring major changes, they bring beginnings and endings. And if they're doing something to your birth chart, they're going to be some major changes in your life. And um, right after that, we moved from Butte. So we, you know, when you move from a town, you, I mean, you, you lose your house, you lose your job, you lose your grocery store, you lose your friends, you know, I mean, it's major shift and change. And so that was, and then um, what was interesting is one of the eclipses um, was right over one of my son's houses. And so he's lived in two homes that the totality of the eclipse was on his house, wow. which is pretty unusual. So but anyway, we've seen three and 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 uh, what they do is they bring beginnings and endings and changes and um and whatever area of the chart they're in and this one's going to happen to be at 19 degrees of aries so if you know where 19 degrees of aries in is in your birth chart especially if it's if it's um you know conjoint, if it's pretty much close to you know another point in your birth chart you know a planet or the ascendant or the midheaven or something um it's it's going to bring it's going to have more impact on you, but they just um, it's it's going to be interesting. Aries is a, is the warrior planet. It's a planet of force and drive and anger and aggression, and astrologers differ wildly about um, how long an eclipse lasts. And, but I'm going to say my experience, and if you talk to 10 different astrologers, they're going to tell you 10 different times. But my experience is it happens a few months before for a year after. So I think we're already in the effect of this eclipse, and it's going to last through April of 2025. And I think we're going to see more anger, aggression, force, energy, drive. I mean, you know, we're we're in a lot of conflicts Around the world right Dang, now,
0: all three of these things were like oh, <laughs> I know, it. I know. It. Everything's changing, people. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Though COVID
1: was really horrible for a lot of people, but I made a lot more money during COVID than I've ever made before or since. Me too. Because all I was doing was staying at home, talking to people on the phone or Zoom or Skype or <laughs> Facebook or Face. You know, I was just. I, you know, I wasn't going out, I wasn't in groups, you
0: know, I was staying hunkered in my home. So it, it brought, it certainly brought me money, you know, well, I mean, I it, it brought me money because everybody was scared shitless and they were at home and they <laughs> wanted to take my class and figure out what the hell's going on. Well, you know, that too,
1: people were anxious and who do people call when they're anxious, but they're astrologer, you yep, know, or there.
0: they're psychic or, or right. why am I really here? Or is the world ending? Holy shit. <laughs> am I going to die? You know, so. Yeah, I, yeah. So it wasn't
1: all bad, but we used it. We used what we had, you know. And I firmly believe that even when I say it sounds kind of scary when I'm saying this stuff. However, you know, Aries, you know, I was talking about anger and aggression and force and drive. What we can do is we can channel that energy. Like 19 degrees of Aries happens to be in my 10,000th house of career. So I'm going to have a lot more focus, a lot more energy, a lot more drive in my career, which can be a really positive thing because it's, it's hard to have focus and drive when you're self-employed, there are computer games or talking in front on their friends, you know, having lunch, lunch after this with my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it can be, it can be really positive and we, we need drive and energy and, and um, it, it you know isn't all bad we need to channel that energy toward our goals and toward what we want in life and it, and it can be pretty positive but anyway um i think i think these three things are ultimately going to give us to a better place at, you know evolutionarily and i think it may be kind of hard while we're going through them but we can we can use this energy we can use the technology, we could work on getting the accurate information. You know, um, we can take classes, we can um, you know, we can work toward our goals. And so, you know, it's it's gonna be um interesting, but you know, if I told you it was all, all gonna be unicorns and rainbows this year,
0: you'd know I was lying. Right, right. So everybody's going to probably want to run over to your website so they could get like a chart reading for this year, right?
1: Well, I'm I'm going to say my website again really slowly um and tell you a little bit about what's on there. Um it's www.dianelawson and it's dot com, and I would love to have people Call me up and have their birth charts done or their yearly forecast. I also do an ancient form of astrology called horary astrology. And it's going to be very hard to find anybody else nowadays who does that, but it can answer any questions. And it is like goosebumpy because it, um, when I understand the question, I push the button on my computer that says now and it draws a map of the heavens. And it shows me where the sun and the moon and all the planets are, and I look at that and I interpret it and give you the answer. And it's like freaky because you can't. It's like, like when you have a question, the universe is willing to answer. It's like freaky, but anyway. And then I, I do a wide variety of things, you know, chart comparisons, uh, but if they go to my website they i would love to have them do you know use my astrology services however there's a lot of free information on that website i have a blog on there with lots of information i've got articles that i've written about astrology in the bible or, or predictions for 2024 predictions for 2023 um, And But I have an email list. They may want to just sign up to get emails because then they get information about what's going on astrologically or astronomically. I like meteor showers and eclipses and I like stuff going on in the sky. So I put stuff about that too. But
0: yeah, there's yeah.
1: And they'll get more information. If they sign up for my email list, they will get more information about what's going on for the rest of the year because I periodically post stuff.
0: Yeah, to give you a little plug, I'm I'm on your email list, and I also got a comparison chart reading with with you with my boyfriend. Oh, good. Good. And it looks really good. Oh, good. He's the Capricorn, right? And so I was like, uh, letting him know, I'm like, I'm going to have this session with Diane, and uh, that way she'll, we'll know if we need to break up now. <laughs> well, I have told people, run like
1: hell. I have told people that. I have. <laughs>
0: Well, like the session that we had was really good because you shared what that, what that person really needed out of a relationship. And yeah. so then it helps you be able to like, you know, provide that comfort or support or whatever, or understand what their needs so that you can, you could be meet them there instead of like second guessing all this stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's nice. And I've told this—I probably tell this story way too many times. But my husband came to me as an astrology client. I'm sure you've heard this every time I talk to you. I love love it though. I love it. It's my favorite story, and it it also happens to be the story that people most remember about me. Is my husband came to me as an astrology client, and the second I saw his birth chart, I knew I was going to marry him. There was just no doubt in my mind. We had just such an incredibly compatible chart and i did not tell him <laughs>
0: i love it yeah. i am so grateful for you to have come on here again and and sharing with my audience um they absolutely love it i absolutely love it Um uh, so you guys definitely connect with diane get on her email list check out her different um services she knows what she's talking about you've been doing it tell them how many years oh my gosh 50 years yes <laughs> Yeah. And I don't think I'm ever going to give it up because I love it so much. That's see, That means that it's not even work. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. I always love talking to you. Thanks for listening. If you loved this episode and know someone else who's having a spiritual awakening, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this cause and message out to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me. If you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends, I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.